God very often gives us dreams. But you must be careful with the interpretation of what the dream means. Interpretations are from God. And if you interpret it by your own flesh, you could get it very wrong. Very often God will give me open visions to show me something. It started back when I was born again and attended a prayer group. We were standing in a circle praying for somebody. And I had my head bowed and my eyes closed. And I heard, look up. And when I looked up, I saw an outline on a wall in the house where we were praying. It was as if someone had taken a black marksalot and drawn a picture on the wall. That's the way God showed it to me. And I knew it was a body part, but I didn't know what it was. And I said to God, I know it's a body part, but I don't know what it is. And I heard, stomach? I said, Oh, yes, that's what it is. I remembered the old Pepto-Bismol commercials on television. As soon as the women quit praying, I mustered the courage to say, does anyone have a stomach problem? And that one little woman jumped up and down and began saying, I do, I do. I assume she was healed at that time. I was so involved with the mechanics of the open vision, I really didn't pay any attention to her. God was teaching me something about the spiritual gift, word of knowledge. This is the way he was going to show me a word of knowledge. And very often when I would go to our Sunday school class, And the teacher always said at our Sunday school class, does anyone have a word from the Lord? So he opened the door for the Holy Spirit to work. And when I would go to that Sunday school class, God would very often give me an open vision. So I've had quite a few experiences with open visions. I had an open vision a few months ago of a giant prehistoric-looking snake. And in its mouth, it had a woman. And it was swallowing her whole. And the only thing sticking out of the mouth were her feet. And then in one gulp, that giant snake swallowed the woman. Sort of like Jonah being swallowed by the whale. And I believe I said to God, well, what does this mean? 
and instantly I was shown. It was a woman in our own church group. She was in a very difficult situation. Her husband had become ill. She had a three-story house. He had had two small strokes, had fallen with each stroke. They were living in a three-story house. Her son, who is not a Christian, offered to let them move into his condominium, and he fixed the master bedroom for them because they would have more space in the master bedroom. And we were really rejoicing when we heard that. It seemed like God's way of escape, but it wasn't. He's an unbeliever, twice divorced, 50-year-old man. What if he brought a woman home some night? How would she feel about that? And I saw that what was happening to her was she was being swallowed whole by unbelievers. Her husband is an unbeliever. But to surround yourself with other unbelievers is a very dangerous thing to do. And to move into the house of another unbeliever was just not the way to go. And I saw what was going to happen to her. I told her what I had seen in the open vision. And she said to me, very interesting statement, I never did have peace about moving in with my son. Peace is one of the primary ways God leads us. Do you have peace about this? And if you don't, don't do it. But God sent me the open vision so she could be spared. I have had times when I've missed interpretation. During the period of the 1980s, God gave me three dreams from 1980. Actually, they went up to the end of approximately 1999. And I failed to interpret them correctly. They seem so obvious, but I got it wrong. In the dream, number one, I was in a tall glass building. I was downstairs and wanted to get some money. And I went up to the desk to get money. And the person that gives the money to us said, there isn't any money. But I turned around and a man put a $100 bill into my hand. And I thought that was just showing me there'd be another way to go. And then it was as if bombs were falling on the building. The building began to shake, and it was like the whole building was going to fall.
And in that dream, I heard these words. This is not the first bombing, but the second. Then I was in a tunnel-like area, and a man was holding my hand. And I heard, life will never be the same again. Well, I thought it was a collapse in the banking industry. But I don't recall asking God if that was correct. So I warned people about the economy. Dream number two. I was in a diner, and all of a sudden, several vehicles passed by with sirens blaring. Something had happened. And dream number three is very vivid. I was in New Jersey looking out over Manhattan and a very large cloud of smoke covered the tip of the island and I heard these words. When the smoke clears, the landmarks will be gone. One day I was watching television and I saw that dream and it was the World Trade Center. What God was showing me in these three dreams was the destruction of the World Trade Center. But it seemed so obvious that to be a bank, it was a tall glass building and I was there to get money. Of course, that's what the World Trade Center was representing. People went there to make money. But I sure missed it. So this is just a little admonition. Pray for interpretation. When you have a dream, pray that God would give you the interpretation. It might seem like one thing, but be totally different. I had one other open vision I'll tell you about. I had a young friend. He was 44 years old at the time this happened. He came to do some work for me when I lived in Lubbock, installing sound equipment. He got out to the garage to leave, and I followed them out, him and his crew. And he turned and came back to me, and he said, I don't know why. I'm telling you this, but the doctors think I have ALS. And I said, oh, no. I knew ALS very well. My bridge partner had ALS. And she became totally paralyzed before she died. That's that Lou Gehrig's disease. David said, my wife and I are going down to Houston next week to MD Anderson, where I will be tested. And he said they think that's what it is. I really prayed for David that it not be ALS. But you see, we pray sometimes according to our own will. 
And that doesn't work unless it's the will of God. I'm quoting from 1 John chapter 5. If we pray according to the will of God, we know the prayer we prayed will be answered. So that's a very important part of prayer. That's approximately verse 18. David did have ALS, and we became rather close in those years, although he lives 500 miles away on the other side of Texas. One of his workers was trying to get a job in Lubbock, where I lived. So David said, could Clay stay there in your guest room? I said, of course. So we had a nice dinner and a nice visit. And then Clay talked about David. And I said, well, I had an open vision about David recently. At that time, David was totally paralyzed. In the open vision, he was on a golf course, and he was so happy, and he was totally whole, and he was jumping up and down and saying, come on, join me. It's wonderful here. Come on, join me. And I knew David was dying. Clay said, well, don't you think that means he's going to be healed? And I said, no, David's dying. But his spiritual condition is fine. About two days later, David died. God has the interpretation. So be careful with these dreams and open visions. God is the one who has the interpretation. And in that case, God gave me the interpretation immediately. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.